In recent weeks on Money Talk Extra, we've been looking into what it takes to start up your own company and develop your good ideas into a profitable business by speaking to local entrepreneurs who have done just that. Peter Lewis went to speak to Edward Lai, who is the co-founder and CEO of Twitchy Finger. Good morning, Edward. Yeah, good morning, Peter. Can you tell me a bit about yourself and your background? Sure. I am Edward. I am the CEO and co-founder of Twitchy Finger Limited, a Hong Kong-based mobile games developer and publisher. And what's your background? Where are you from? How old are you? So I am 36. Actually, I'm turning 37 this year. And uh, we started the company around, we just started fifth our fifth year in. And we've been doing this, you know, for quite a while. It sounds like five years, not a lot, but in the mobile business, it's it's an eternity. And what is Twitchy Finger? What does it do? So Twitchy Finger, uh, we make mobile games for mm-hmm. the App Store. So whether that be the Android system or the iOS system, uh, usually when you turn on your phone and you're playing any games on it, uh, we, we make games for that platform. And what were you doing before you started your company? So before that, I was actually also in the entertainment business. I actually did an A&R, Artists and Repertoire, for uh, one of the big label, music labels in Hong Kong. So why did you decide to get into running your own business, starting up your own business, being an entrepreneur? What was the motivation for you? Well, uh, part of the motivation is the is it's still part of entertainment as, in general, right? Um, I've been... Being, I've been in the industry for quite a while, and I do see a shift in how young people or, or in general how people use their time. So before, people might spend time listening to music or watching TV or surfing the web, and now you see it's, it's an amalgamation of everything. So everything's on their phone, whether that be uh, streaming their music, playing the games, or even watching shows on there. So what I did was it was a natural pivot from what I was doing, you know, part of, you know, the, the music part of entertainment and shifting over to the visual, the, the more interactive side of entertainment. Now, this is a very crowded space, isn't it? Yes, there are it a is. lot of firms out there. There's mm-hmm. some very big ones mm-hmm. in Hong Kong who are very big in, in the mobile games application. How do you distinguish yourself? So what we do partially is that uh, we avoid the whole apps, utility apps. Uh, segment of the industry. So there are a lot of big players in Hong Kong, but they mostly deal with a lot of utilities, like um, booking for movie tickets, uh, I'm listening to music, or I am uh, using some type of social media. What we do is focusing mainly on the games aspect of, mm. of the industry, which in Hong Kong isn't that big of a market. But what we do further beyond that is that we don't just focus in Hong Kong, our, our products are actually global. So uh, since 2014, we have launched three different applications, our games, and we have over 6 million users worldwide. Now, you um, have been to Cyberport, and I think they helped yes. incubate your company, didn't mm-hmm. you? Could you tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about your experiences of working with Cyberport and how helpful they were for you? Yeah, oh, they're fantastic. So as you know, as an entrepreneur, uh, it's very hard to sustain a business. Most business go, goes out of business within around 24 months to mm. 30 months or so. Mm. So to to uh, sustain yourself, not just starting out, but to sustain and keep keep on running your company takes uh, not just resources, but also a lot of, a lot of uh, connections or networks. And that's where uh, Cyberport comes in. So um, we're part of the incubation program. So it's a two-year program where we submit our company portfolio and they evaluate whether our company is uh, str- strong enough both financially and our products, is it sustainable? And does it improve the cause 
of of the local Hong Kong businesses, and we were fortunate enough to to you know to fit all the criteria, and we've been in there for just almost a year now, and they've been giving us a lot of good advices and, and a lot of support. And how has your company grown over the time in terms of size, mm-hmm. in terms of number of people? So we actually started uh, with three people in 2014, and we were still only six people as of early 2018. And we joined Cyberport in April. And since then, we actually doubled up in size. Uh, we have more than 13 people right now in Hong Kong, and we recently actually opened a new branch in Vancouver, Canada, mm-hmm. and with additional five. And so we've scaled up quite a bit since then. So there's a lot of people listening who are thinking about starting up their own mm-hmm. companies, who like the the idea of being an entrepreneur. Tell yeah. me a little bit about your experiences as an entrepreneur in Hong Kong. So um, I think one of the main things I tell our young people, because lately there's been a big trend in you know entrepreneurship. A lot of fresh mm-hmm. grads or a lot of young people who think, oh, I'm going to quit my job or right off the bat, I'm going to start my own company and be the next Mark Zuckerberg. So uh, a very good advice is that uh, don't rush into it. You know, if you're a fresh grad, I definitely recommend working in a big company to get the experience and the network. Mm-hmm. And also just, you know, to, to save up some capital. Uh, starting a business is always a risky venture. And as I said, like most businesses don't last past two years. So you need the experience, you need the network, and you need the management know-how. So don't fall in love with the whole entrepreneurship dream. Because for every even medium-sized company that succeeds in Hong Kong, there's probably a good dozen or so that has failed. And they're probably doing the same thing, same great idea. And often what it comes down to is just execution. Hmm. You know, so um, what I say is, you know, um, make as much network as you can and uh, try to, ex- uh, you know, see what businesses that you're looking into. Do your research, do your homework, and make sure whatever you do, you're very sure and have a really good business plan before you try anything or even start. think of starting a business. And you mentioned funding. It's good to get some capital behind yes. you. I presume for most companies, funding is a key issue, isn't it? Because yes. you burn yes. through cash often faster than you expect. Mm-hmm. Um, what would advice would you give to people about that? Um, you know, it's always good to be ambitious, but always you know, do the math. Uh, no matter whether you're in tech or whether you're starting up a restaurant or you're just, you know, um, starting a, a web shop or online shop, um, all businesses run the same. You know, there's payroll, there's product, and then you, there's people that you have to hire and the websites or whatever you need to maintain. So make sure you've got everything figured out and you crunch the numbers before you start anything. Uh, whether it be like a small one-man business to maybe like a multi, you know, several dozen people in your company. Always okay. know your numbers. And finally, tell me very briefly, <laughs> what's been your most satisfying moment as an entrepreneur? It's just about um, the overall satisfaction of starting something and seeing it grow. So as I said, we started with three people with uh, like a dream, ambition. And, you know, as you progress, we're our fifth year in. Most, you know, most industries cycle last maybe five years. But for us, every six months, something new comes up. Something, a new app or a new game comes out and changes the entire industry, changes the game, how, how we have to adapt. And it's about how to adapt and, you know, navigating through all these obstacles and coming out on top or at least coming out, you know, surviving. That's, I think that's one of the biggest, biggest takeaways I have and one of the biggest satisfactions I have. That was Edward Lai, who is the co-founder and CEO of Twitchy Finger. Thank you for listening this morning. Peter Lewis will be back next Saturday. From me, Jimmy Lam, 
Have a happy new year off the page.